Hello and welcome to the podcast. This is UFO Warning. Today I'd like to talk a little bit about a series of UFO sightings that took place in March of 1966 in the southern part of Michigan. These uh, sightings are a little bit unique because they caused such a stir that uh, a man named Gerald Ford, who happened to be the representative to Congress at that time, put in a request that the Air Force do a serious investigation of these sightings. And yes, that is the same Gerald Ford that later went on to become president upon the resignation of Richard Nixon. So what had happened was in the last half of the month in March of 1966, they're in Michigan around the, Ar the, around the uh, Ann Arbor area and further uh, west of there and south, there had been a series of UFO sightings. Now, probably the most famous sighting was by a gentleman named Frank Manor. Mr. Manor had come out of his house that day, according to him, with his son, and they looked out across the swamp, and there they saw a UFO, a UFO clear as day, described it as saucer-shaped, says it has flashing uh, multicolored lights to go all the way around it. And if you're familiar with Michigan, you know that Michigan, the state of Michigan, lies between uh, two of the Great Lakes on either side. Uh, on the east side, you have Lake Huron. On the west side, you have Lake Michigan, and then... Uh, to the north, you have Lake Superior that connects into Lake Huron. And a lot of Michigan is a rather flat area, and there's a lot of swamp land in Michigan where the uh, ground is, is at a low level and it just stays wet all the time, and especially so back in 1966. So uh, realistically, if you were trying to hide a uh, deep state spaceship or if you were an off-planet spaceship or whatever, Michigan, Michigan would have been a great place uh, just to chill out for a while because there were plenty of places where people just couldn't get to. So anyway, Mr. Manor observes this UFO, and he's just dumbfounded. He reports the UFO, and a lot of other people see it because this UFO is hanging out there for like four hours. Now, that happened on, I believe, March 22nd of 1966, but there were other sightings. In fact, there was a sighting in which uh, 40 individuals of which 12 were law enforcement officer also sighted a UFO. And many of these people reported the UFO as football shaped. Also, I believe with the flashing lights, they also reported their accounts. And then thirdly, I also found accounts of where uh, multiple sightings, uh, but people you know, in groups seeing a pyramid shaped UFO. So it's hard to say if these were three different types of UFOs or possibly it was the same object or phenomena that was just changing shapes or appearing to change shapes to each group of witnesses. At any rate, um, multiple reports were made to the, to the Air Force, and they really didn't do anything. And people became uh, so upset and so uh, uh, agitated and irritated from getting the cold shoulder that they began to contact uh, Gerald Ford's office. Now, Gerald Ford... Ford Gerald Ford was the congressman uh, from Michigan at the time, and that's the same Gerald Ford that went on to become president of the United States after Richard Nixon's uh, resignation. And um, there is a link uh, you can find to the Gerald Ford Museum, and uh, it's you can download or read his report that he filed, and it's very interesting. Uh, Mr. Ford filed a request with the Air Force asking for a serious investigation of these UFO sightings. And it's quite clear from his request that he's a little agitated that his constituents have not been taken seriously. And this is 1966, 
the, the Cold War is going on. And a lot of these people were just patriots that thought maybe, hey, this is a Russian, uh, some kind of Russian aircraft that's up here snooping around. You know, you've got the Great Lakes Naval Trading Academy up there, there's Air Force's base, Navy base. So there's a lot of stuff around that, uh, you know, that, that an enemy would be interested in checking out. And most of these people were probably just uh, patriotic folks who wanted the Air Force to do their job and investigate what they had seen, and they weren't doing it. So Mr. Ford files the paperwork to get an investigation, and sure enough, the uh, Air Force does send out a team headed by Alan Hynek, J. Alan Hynek, the famous UFO investigator. And this is where things get a little bit uh, unseemly. Mr. Hynek does talk to some people, and they spend some time there going through testimonies, and doing all the normal measurements and, 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 and investigation. And by the time he'd gotten done, there had been quite a bit of uh, talk about this in the paper. Uh, Mr. Frank Manor, who I had mentioned before, had been investigated or had been uh, interviewed by the newspapers and made his reports. So Heineck finishes investigation up, and everybody wants to know, well, what what is it? And... Uh, the sheriff of the local county, and you'll have to go to the link on this because I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but he reports that Heineck told him that he didn't know what it was. He didn't know what it was any more than anybody else did. Now, Jay Allen Heineck was a really, really smart guy. I mean, this guys uh, he's a straight-up scientist. hes If he says he doesn't know what it is, well, maybe he doesn't. But he also knows, has to know, how could he not know that it wasn't what he claimed it was the next day because the next day he has a press conference uh, that the Air Force puts together and he claims that what people saw was swamp gas. I've been to Michigan many times and I've never seen swamp gas, but Mr. Heine, he throws this convoluted ex uh, explanation together that just basically derides everybody that reported seeing these UFOs and that angered a lot of people. And it really harmed the reputation of Mr. Heine because these weren't um, just a bunch of hicks that spotted this UFO. These were just, yes, some of them were salt-of-the-earth people, but a lot of them were law enforcement. In fact, one of the individuals that that, that made a report of the sighting, of, of one of the sightings, was the local uh, federal employee that was their, their FEMA guy back then, you would call him. He was the guy that was supposed to report to the federal government if... Uh, anything out of the ordinary occurred. You know, this is the Cold War. So your guy on the ground for the federal government says, hey, I saw a UFO, and Heineck comes along and says, no, you saw swamp gas. There was quite a bit of uh, disbelief at Heineck's explanation, and that was probably the start of where the UFO community just decided that uh, the government was not going to be honest with them about the UFO phenomenon. They weren't going to disclose anything, and in fact, they made every effort uh, on their part to minimize and misdirect what had actually happened. In fact, Frank Manor can be seen in an interview. He got so upset. I mean, he was really defamed over this. Uh, he said that if he had it to do over again, he would never even report that he saw a UFO. And to my mind, that's probably the most unseemly thing that happened out of all of this. You had, you had J. Allen Hynek. A, a reputable scientist who was making, I'm sure, a pretty good living working for the Air Force debunking UFO sightings. 
and he has all this authority behind him. Uh, and then you take a simple man like Frank Manor, just a working class stiff, who gives an honest representation of what he saw. And as a result, Mr. Heineck does everything in his power in one press conference to destroy this man's reputation, to put him off like he's some kind of an idiot or a fool or just an attention seeker. And that's really, really unfortunate. So even though Heineck went on later on in his life to found a UFO research organization uh, and to uh, say, yeah, I do believe that the UFO phenomenon exists, when I look back at the case in 1966, the Ann Arbor, Michigan case of the, of the multiple mass sightings, and I see how uh, he allowed himself to be used basically as a troll for the government. It is very troubling, and I think it just reminds us that, that when it comes down to judging the phenomena of UFOs, uh, we shouldn't let an appeal to authority be what, what helps us make up our mind. We have to, we have to judge the evidence for ourselves and make up our own minds. Uh, because like a lot of these people in Michigan at that time that saw this UFO, um, they were just minimized and pushed aside. In fact, a quick aside before I, I cut off here, a friend of mine who happens to live in Michigan um, many, many years ago, we were talking and somehow got the subject. And she, in fact, told me that her and daughter and her actually had seen a UFO about the same time as this happened. And she described it as a large disc-shaped UFO, UFO with flashing lights. And this woman, you know, was a, a credible witness in my mind, a devout Lutheran gal who had never had bouts with uh, mental illness. And I have to take her at her word. Whatever they saw was real, uh, even though I can't explain it. And she described it to me the same way, the same exact way Mr. Manor has described it. A little larger maybe, but she's like, well, they, they were driving along and they could look out over the swamp, and there it was just sitting there, uh, lights flashing, not making a move. And she didn't know what it was. But like a lot of these people, um, she was just a normal salt-of-the-earth person that had no belief in UFOs whatsoever until the day that she actually saw one. And that's the way it is with a lot of these people. Well, that's it for now. Over and out. UFO warning.